from the fob to the LZ in country or stateside. It's helmets and gloves time. Welcome to Hooker Nation. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hooker Nation podcast. The only place for hookers. Joining me this week instead of the Baghdad millionaire uh, is our our number one party IT guy, Rob. Everybody, welcome Rob to the show. What's up, brother? Hey, bud. How's it going? Good. So, so Rob's going to be my co-host tonight because, <clears throat> well, I'm not going to I'm not going to even mention anything on here because I love Charlie, but. I will do a live video in the group on Facebook right after this show <laughs> explaining what has happened tonight in in great detail. It'll be great. It'll be good. It'll be good. Okay, so tonight it's going to be a, a, a fairly short episode. Uh, this is going to be episode four. Um, we're going to be talking about hooker and hooker slash crew member and Chinook etiquette. Uh, this really just has to Uh do with, you know, the, the types of things that you do, um, that you should, you know, have as, as habits in your unit and your crew. Uh, for instance, you know, after each flight, taking the garbage out or if any food, uh, you know, goes in that garbage, take the garbage out. Um, you know, making sure that, that you're, your freaking your stuff is clean ready to go you know for for maintenance um if you see you know your your guys work you know your team working on the helicopter and you're the only one sitting there you're wrong that that should not be happening um if you're if you're doing something you can never be wrong right uh mm-hmm. so exactly just we really just want to go over that type of stuff um like for instance in in uh Bico 168 we kind of had this deal where it was it was like a an unwritten law <laughs> but everybody knew that if if we were parked in one spot then when we took off to go do our mission we would come back and land in that same spot right um now that kind of evolved over time but when i was when i was first started crewing that's how it was so th- that type of stuff right um you know just just being courteous um not thinking about yourself but thinking about your team so yeah we'll go over that so i i posted a video as you know rob um about you know just asking hey you know if if anybody has any questions or anybody has any comments, you know, about, um, different etiquette on, on your team, I want to hear about it. So I'll read a few and then we'll have a couple. So while I'm looking this up, do you have any thoughts, um, anything that you guys did in a maintenance company, Rob? Um, as far as I can remember, um, you know, much like you said, if there's work going on, uh, usually you say, like, hey, is there anything I can do to help? Uh, people are up on the aircraft and, you know, you're down below and they need something, you know, as opposed to having them come climbing down, you like, you meet them halfway, you grab what they need, you hand it up. Uh, flights are coming in, you know, you you get told, you know, this, this flight's coming in, so then you go, okay, what do they need? 
um, and you try to have it ready for them, or you just, you know, you get ready. You know, you're you're assigned helicopters coming in. Then you're like, all right, I need to be ready when they land. So, um, and then once they land and they they're done, uh, you go on the aircraft and you see, you know, if, if stuff needs to be replaced, you replace it. Trash needs to be emptied, you do that. Um, you know, check on the maintenance and then also just check to make sure everything's good to go. Yeah. Oh man, you know what? That's that is one hundred percent true. Um, I when I was in maintenance company, that was it. Like, as soon as you hear the aircraft come in, you gotta no matter what, you should have a team, a maintenance team, you know, with with simple things, you know, hydraulic fluid, you know, two three six nine or nine or um, you know your mm-hmm. your your toolbox. You should have some safety wire. You know, you should have oh, yeah. different things because if they're coming back and they've they've broke, you gotta start getting on that. You know, you should have you should have everything that you need to just go and give any type of assistance at that moment. And that that to me is huge. And that's what we did, you know, when I was in Afghanistan and then and that from that time on that deployment it just set the foundation for the rest of my time in maintenance and even when I wasn't in maintenance you know we did the same thing as crew members if we weren't flying and we were waiting for a bird to come in we would go out and give them a hand you know uh-huh. hey like we got to do a post flight we got to do a daily for the next you know the next day um especially if there's a night crew coming in um you know we we got to make sure we're doing our part setting it, setting the next crew for the next flight up for success. And that's the most important exactly. thing, I think, you know? So, all right, I got a, I got a list here. Okay. So I'm just going to kind of go through this. Um, Lee on the, in the hooker nation group said, don't start the APUs on Fridays. <laughs> uh, Clay writes, even if the trash bag isn't close to full, Take the trash bag out of the bird if you put an ounce of food in it. I like that. That's that, just like I said earlier. Um, let's see here. Jake writes, trading patches is a big one. Um, you know, you got to make sure that you're doing that. Uh, let's see here. Also, crew member idle. <laughs> and I said, I asked him, I was like, hey, man, can you expound on that? And he said, when you're a new guy, eventually you will be tasked with learning a song on a Friday and you will have to sing it, uh, in front of everybody. And it could be any (laughs) song. He said it could be any song to include Barbie girl. (laughs) So that, that's pretty cool. I like that. Um, let's see here. Then Dan writes service, the damn accumulators on a daily pre-flight when they're low. I like that. Don't, you know, don't be lazy. Just if you see something, if you see something, say something, do something. Uh, let's see here. <coughs> oh, this is a big one. Excuse me. Uh, Brandon writes, roll the straps when you're done. You know, yes, absolutely. oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a huge one. If you're doing any kind of internal loads uh, or you're strapping anything down at all, that is that is one of my biggest pet peeves is, seeing loose straps laying around the helicopter. God, 
I will pistol whip your ass if I see that. <laughs> I hated that. Um, let's see here. Lee writes, if it's shiny, wipe it down. If you need to <laughs> steal something, go to the Bco's side of the flight line. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I like it, though. If it's shiny, wipe it down. Um, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. Mario writes. I'd also add, add yeah, to that, man. Um, if, if the crew, I want to say if the crew, um, you know, we've got our, our our toolboxes, but the crew would also have theirs, too. And I'll be, I'll be honest, you know, like, since we're on the ground all the time, I can easily go get stuff. But if the crew is short of something like safety wire, and you know that they're going to be out on a flight for, you know, quite a while, we need to keep them stocked. And... Yeah. So that's that's the biggest thing that um, a lot of people really didn't think about um, on the deployment I was with, I was on is, um, you know, you, we had like sometimes two pieces of safety or two things of safety wire in our toolbox, and you'd have to, or I would actually just be like, all right, do you guys need safety wire? Are you low? And you guys, you know, even if you guys like had half a spool, you know, you, that actually can get gone through real quickly. So it's just like, here, take this with you just in case. You know, um, we basically become like a supply line. Mm-hmm. No, exactly, man. Um, yeah, totally. Uh, Eric and Eric, thank you so much for for freaking writing this. Um, this is something that's near and dear to my heart, brother. So thank you. And this is, if anybody, I, there's ever you know tons of people out there dip. And this is something that that you need to do um, to have good crew member, good aircraft etiquette. Leave the aircraft better than you found it. Don't leave your damn dip bottles behind the seats. Oh. And and I can't tell you, I've seen more freaking, I've seen more dip bottles behind the seats sometimes than anything else. Uh, and and on that same note. Um, especially on deployment, you know, when it starts to get hot, you're drinking a lot of water and the only thing you got typically is the bottles of water. So everybody Mm -hmm. just kind of throws their freaking empty bottles behind the seats. (laughs) So same thing, pick up your damn water bottles too and throw them away. So, and I get it. Sometimes people, sometimes people forget it's late night, you know, long mission, just you know, do your best. I get it. Sometimes things can be missed, uh, but yeah, do your best to clean that stuff up behind the seats. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> and then Lee adds on to that and says, "Don't spit in a Gatorade bottle unless you know it's yours. You might be putting your lips on a used piss bottle." <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> that is, that is messed up. But thanks for. I, I don't know if 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 you're if you're borrowing people's you know bottles and stuff like that. <laughs> I I would almost be like, yeah, you had it coming. <laughs> oh, seriously, right? Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh, but that would oh, that's great. Yeah. No, um, and this so Mario writes something else, and this is kind of I think this is more you know crew preference. Um, but, but this is typically how it goes. Um, a lot of the time ramp daily, the bottom 
forward cabin, you daily the top. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when we're talking about daily, we're talking about, you know, for I'm going to go over post-flight daily. So whenever, and for, for all you listeners out there that have no idea what we're talking about, I'll just go into a little bit more detail. Um, anytime you go on a, a flight, um, you got 24 hours um, to be able to perform a daily inspection. And, you know, right after the flight, you're going to do a, what's called a post-flight. And it's not as in-depth of an inspection on the aircraft, but a, a daily is something that you do. Um, and it's where you're you're checking a lot more. It's, it's more in-depth than just a, a post-flight inspection for all you listeners who are not as uh, aviation savvy as us hookers are. So, anyways, um, you know, thanks... Thank you everybody for your comments. That that was really good. Um, can you think of anything else, just off the top of the head, from when you were going through maintenance, and even to do with like flight company or or anything, back shops, just anything that you can think of, Rob? Um, just in in general, with like when etiquette. I mean, you just you're just gonna treat everybody with like mutual respect. If if you're gonna expect somebody to to give you something uh, like if you need to borrow something then you know you just need to be available if they need something uh, we would do a lot of trading of uh, parts and and other stuff between companies on deployment because you know you know if we don't have some something maybe fox company has something and vice versa you know you become a contact if you go over there to borrow something uh, other than that uh not really. I mean, I, I don't really know much from the crew side. From the maintenance side, it's basically like you said, you know, you, you know, we're all one big family. So if there's work going on, you know, the more hands, the better. Yep. Uh, and then just, you know, pick up behind you is is pretty much what it is. So. No, totally. I, I, I really agree with that. You know, on the maintenance side, I'm going to say a couple other things. Um, here's the deal. Oh my gosh, excuse me. I got this, uh, I got some rum and coke going on right now, so I apologize for all the, the burps coming, coming from me. Uh, so if you're maintenance, and th- this really goes for, um, I think between day shift, night shift, like on deployment, because um, when, you're, when you're back home, we know there isn't really anybody on night shift, but when you're when you're swapping out crews through maintenance you have got to have a handoff and what i mean by that is if if i if i'm working on a helicopter all day long and then my my shift or my time is up and you know night shift or whatever is coming in you got to make sure that you tie in with the night shift people if you're on day shift and if you're on night shift tying with the people on day shift you just that's that is like that is one of the most important things you could do as a team and you just mm-hmm. to have that proper etiquette you know um just to give a fuck right like hey guys we worked on this tonight and i and you know a lot of times that could be on leadership to do that but if you're doing something on an aircraft you're gonna know way better 
than your leaders what's going on. And and especially if your leaders aren't like communicating with you. Hey, what, you know, what are you guys working on? What's going on? What are the issues? That kind of stuff. But make sure you try and tie in with the person that's going to be doing that task. And that the same the same goes for if you're doing a task and you have to go do something else like you got a freaking medical appointment or whatever and you got to hand that task off to somebody man make sure you talk to somebody and let them know what you're doing cuz if not people could just freaking mess the whole thing up so make sure you take the time to do that and that that proper handoff is just it's super important you know so absolutely on the flight side um i think and this is just stuff that I learned from all the guys that trained me. You know, Charlie, uh, my flight engineer, uh, freaking Joe, um, any of the FEs really that I flew with. Um, you know, Evan, Joel, uh, Darren, Devo, any of these guys that I flew with, I watched them all do the same thing. They were all consistent with it, and that was really good. So I would like to say two things. First, if you're in an FE position or an FI or SI position, you know, staying consistent and having everybody be on the same page to teach the younger guys coming up in progression, you know, crew chiefs and uh, and, and crew chiefs in progression, stuff like that, consistency is the key. And if everybody's mm-hmm. on a different page, it makes it so damn hard for these guys to learn. But anyways, going back to the etiquette. So what I learned from them is, you know, when you're done at the end of the day, it's everything from the for, you know, the front of the aircraft back. You're sweeping that aircraft out. You know, you're making sure that you are setting it up. And that's the big thing. Setting up that aircraft better than you found it like these guys said but setting it up for the next guys for success you never want to hand off an aircraft to another crew and have it look like you know a freaking soup sandwich and and that is a, a huge thing you know making sure that everything is ready for them um, another thing too on that same on that same note the computer <laughs> logging the flight Writing up your write-ups, making sure stuff's closed out, making sure things are TI'd off. All those kind of things are really important before you leave to go home when your flight's done. And I don't care if you got to stay till freaking midnight. You know, if you're, if you're there and something happens, you know, something broke and you had to come back and fix it, make sure all your shit's done before you go home. Because if the next day someone comes in, and there's just a bunch of shit that you got to do, man, you're going to get not only an earful, but you'll probably get an ass beaten. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just make sure that you Absolutely. do everything yeah. that you're supposed to do and follow the steps before you leave that airfield. And that, yeah, that's just, I mean... That's kind of, I, I should say that's kind of like your duty. That's kind of common sense stuff. But, <laughs> you know, at some places, that's that's proper etiquette. Because, for instance, 
in the nasty in the na- uh, in the guard. <laughs> <laughs> I know what Sorry. you say. <laughs> um, it, you leave, and you may not come back to fly for a couple weeks. But guess who is there? All the technicians, all the guys that are also in your same unit, but they're working full time as a technician, right? And so they're going to know that it was you. They're going to know who it was. And it's always going to fall on the flight engineer. But, yeah, so just make sure that you take care of everything. Um, Set everybody up for for success. So, yeah, man, that's that's all I got. That's all I got. I'm getting off my soapbox now. (laughs) <laughs> so now the re- the reason why I thought about this episode though is I've had several people, um, just newer crew chiefs going through progression, reach out to both myself and Charlie, and they're just asking these types of questions. Like one guy asked me, um, you know, what can I do, or w- what's proper etiquette with like trading patches. That was what one guy asked me, and that, and it feels it's really cool that people are reaching out and talking to us about this. But I wanted to take it a step further and and bring it on the show so that everybody can kind of hear, you know, hey, like we, you know, maybe I should kind of think about this. There's there's more there's more to flying and and doing your job than just flying and doing your job. You know, setting the next guys up for success and and. Uh, you know, common courtesy type things like those are, that's a part of your job. You know, that's a part of it. So, um, let's see here. Another guy was asking me, another guy talked to me about kind of the same thing. Like, Hey, you know, when I'm flying, um, you know, and going through progression, what are some things that I should be thinking of, uh, that are not really to do with like, systems or like learning and stuff like that is there any like side things and and this is absolutely it right um charlie had a guy reach out to him talk to him about um you know that 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 being a crew member is so hard that they thought that it was just you know flight guys didn't do anything um (laughs) and you know just all this type of stuff and so um this this show is really for uh this allows everybody to have that voice and um kind of talk about things that they learned growing up that they can pass on to the younger generation. So, yeah, man. I I think that's a, I think this is a great topic for, like you just said, you know, the like younger generation. And, um, you know, I learned, like I, like you said earlier, I learned a lot from Charlie. I learned a lot from a lot of guys and, Honestly, I, I asked a lot of questions, probably to the point where they got tired of it. But and at the end of the day, having asked all those questions, um, it made me a better person, and I could do my job better. And if I had to turn around and teach somebody else what I learned, you know, having asked all those questions, having them put up with me, and, and then and telling me this is the proper etiquette to do this, this is the proper way to do this. I can turn around and tell the next person, this is how you do it. And sometimes it's, you know, you you can do stuff your own way to a degree, but there are proper ways to do just about everything. And sometimes you have to stress that to somebody else and say, hey, this is how you do it. You know, uh, this person over here is going to expect it to be this way. 
And if it's not, then it slows the operation down. And, you know, like we always say, mission first. And, you know, you slow the mission down, um, stuff doesn't get done, and people are going to get annoyed. And, and eventually it will come back on you. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and yeah. So, you know, there's, there's proper ways to do everything, and etiquette is the key. And, yeah, you just you, you honestly just cannot stress it enough. And so I think that's something that <laughs> really we need to pass along to the next generation of, you know, hookers and uh, crew chiefs and, and, you know, everybody. Just say, hey, this is how we've done it. This is the way we, we expect it to be done. And uh, outside of that, you know, yeah, we, we can smoke and joke and do all the other stuff. Um, but it's that mutual respect that I think that, ties into the, the etiquette and I think you'll gain more respect you'll you'll learn faster if you learn proper etiquette on you know whatever it is that you're you're looking into yeah oh man thanks for saying that it, I mean just just piggybacking off of uh, what I said man I, I appreciate that it's it's so true so for all you uh, I don't want to say noobs but for for all you <laughs> Uh, you know, you new guys that are just, you know, either coming into a flight company or even just coming into a maintenance company, um, listen to, listen to those that you see doing the right thing for sure. You know, you'll, you'll know the people that are doing what they should be doing and doing the right thing versus the people that aren't. And I strongly encourage you to just make sure that you're trying to always do the best that you can do because man, I've, I've been a part of a, a, or I've been attached to a company that did not take the time. The, I shouldn't say all of them, but there were people that would come and work on the aircraft and they just would not take the type of, you know, ha- have the kind of pride in their work and the the things that, that we needed them to do on the aircraft than I thought they should have and that I myself have, right? Like, and so I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> make sure you're always doing the right thing because if you are, you can never be wrong. You know, um, and mm-hmm. for you guys coming up in progression, make sure you're you're listening to the SI. What the SI is telling you is the, both the standard and honestly, probably, you know, a, a really good way to do it because they've obviously got enough experience to know the difference between something that is not going to work very well and something that is going to work very well because they've, they've been there, they've done that. They've tried both ways, right? So, you know, just make sure that you're, you're doing what you can and and listen to the SI. Um, you know, there are those, those crew chiefs and those flight engineers that are, are still running around like it's the wild, wild west. Right. (laughs) And I'm not saying that I wasn't one of those, at one point in time, I definitely was, and and even even as a flight engineer, um, we could get a little bit rowdy. But I mean, 
Um, I definitely knew what the standard was when it came time, you know, and I think everybody does and everybody should always be, be doing and, uh, and living that standard, especially when they're flying. So I just encourage everybody to do their best and, uh, and do, do the thing that they know they should do. Like Charlie, try, I'm trying to think of the thing that he <laughs> said one time, <laughs> but, uh, Sorry, I just I just keep thinking about Charlie. And just, God, anyway, dude. Anyway, sorry. I can't wait to tell this story. He's killing me. I know. <laughs> Focus. I know, right? Oh my God. Okay. Anyways, uh, he was telling me, er, just when I when I first started flying with him and, and trying to you know figure out if I wanted to do be be a uh, a freaking crew member or not. And uh, he would always tell me, you know, work towards the aircraft, work towards the aircraft. And if you, if you see something, say something. And if you think you should do it, you should probably do it. If you have even just the slightest inkling that you should be doing something, you should probably be doing it. So don't think twice about it. Just do it. And this comes from, and here's our safety message for the day. See something, you say something. Because when I, when we were in Afghanistan and we were, it was, uh, we had flown all night, but then we had to go back out and we were flying an uh, early morning mission to go pick up some guys. And we had taken off, but where we were at in this specific area, there was the eye in the sky. The big old blivet attached to the cables. And Mm -hmm. when we had taken off, we usually fly, we usually take off a different direction. So we're not even flying towards, uh, the blivet, but this time we were, well, we were chalk one and I'm sitting there on the ramp and I'm watching chalk two and they're kind of, they're kind of, uh, let's see here where they were, they were positioned they were positioned on the uh, left side of us. And um, so they were at the freaking like seven, eight o'clock position, right? Looking out the back. And they they were heading straight towards the cable that was attached to the blivet. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, wait, is that... I think they're flying straight in. And right when I right when I was thinking that, Charlie came over the comms and he goes, Hey, Chalk hey, Chalk Two, get a hold of Chalk Two. They're flying straight towards the cable. And the the pilot at the time was like, Hey, I'm you know, I'm on the radios. And Charlie goes, Get on the fucking radio and call Chalk Two and tell him to roll right. They're flying straight towards the cable. And, like, at that moment, you know, they did it, and they rolled right, and they would have. They would have flown into that cable. They were headed right for it. And Mm -hmm. that was, like, such an eye-opener to me because as I was thinking it, as I was like, wow, we should probably be saying something about that, Charlie was already on it, you know? And and so it was like he saw it, and he said something. He didn't think twice about it. He just said it, right? And so that was a good, that was a really good example of, of crewing and, and having that, 
having the balls enough to say something, even if you look like an idiot for a minute, even if you're wrong, it's better to just say something and get shit for it than not. You know? So if you see something, say oh, something. Yeah. Anyways, we totally got off the topic of etiquette there. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was good anyways. So, Well, cool, man. You that's, got anything no, else to add? Um, not really. I mean, it's just if, if this is for, like, the new guys, you know, then and honestly just watch what the uh, – watch what the other guys do the the guys have been there for a while i mean like i said i i wouldn't be the person i am today uh if it wasn't for charlie and, and a bunch of the other guys i mean i was i lucked out i had great uh crew members on uh both my helicopters when i was deployed and and uh i learned a ton from those guys both watching them and um and talking to them and uh and you know the only the only thing you can do is you can, you you only get better. You ask you 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 follow your etiquettes. You you follow the game plan, um, and then you get better. And you know Charlie, I I don't know if it was directed to just me, but uh, he he said one time when we were standing around, uh, he said you know we we joke around a lot. It's what we do. We're aviation. Um, we, you know that's it's half the time that's how we deal with stress. But at the same yeah. time, he goes when it's game time it's game time. You are a hundred percent. And, uh, and he said, I expect you to be a hundred percent. And so, you know, yeah, we'll joke, but you know, you gotta be on the ball. Um, and like you said, you see something, you say something. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Well, thanks a lot for joining me tonight, Rob. I really appreciate it. Cause my, my co-host decided that it, this wasn't, this was not as important as something else. <laughs> well, I appreciate, I appreciate so, you having me on here and, yeah. and, uh, poor Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody give it up for party time. IT guy. Uh, Rob is one of our moderators in the group. Um, he, you know, thankfully and, uh, and, uh, you know, to me, thank you, you know, obviously thank you for joining me so that I didn't have to <laughs> just talk to myself. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that shit. Nobody wants to hear me just sit up here and babble. Um, no, thank you. And, you know, obviously, uh, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, everybody, you know, watch for Rob. He's one of our moderators. Uh, definitely welcome him to the group as a moderator and uh, we'll we'll make sure to have you on the show again brother I really appreciate it that's good thank you very much all right till next time everybody this is uh this is hooker nation see you next week ramps level wheels chalk one two clear to ground hooker nation signing off